Blog Talk Radio. This is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Quiglet, Jiglet, what a race! Always be Mickey on the outside. Always be Mickey. They're off and it is on. And betting line has taken the lead. Choo choo! Boom! Just like that! You're tuned in to Harness Racing's fastest 90 minutes post-time with Mike and Mike. With co-host Mike Carter. Believe in the spirit? Do you believe in miracles? And Mike Bozen. Smoking Gun Shaman Hall production. Smoking Gun is flying. Here comes Smoking Gun. I don't know! That just happened! That just happened! And we are presented by Bet America. And boy, do we have an absolutely fantastic show coming up here for you this morning. Driver Catello Manzi is going to be on the show. And uh, Mike, I uh, tell you what, I'm super excited to be joined by Cat Manzi. This is his very first appearance. And let me tell you something there's not a lot of people uh, walking around in the harness racing industry that haven't been on this show yet. No, well, we've got two of them to start out with. We have, uh, of course, Rick Moore, the uh, director of racetrack operations at Hoosier Park, and he's going to be talking to us about the big weekend coming up. It's Dan Patch Weekend. Mike Carter, we're going to be there tomorrow broadcasting live starting at 8.30, and it's going to be uh, just a great thing. I'll tell you what, the race itself is going to be a very competitive race, a very good betting race. And I'll tell you what, trying to make a favor, trying to make a morning line in that particular race had to be quite a task because, in my opinion, that is a wide-open race. But Rick Moore is going to be here in just a few minutes. We're going to talk to him. And like you say, Cat Manzi, uh, a legend, he's going to be at Harris, Philadelphia, coming up on Friday night as uh, the Garden State Park reunion night takes place. The summer series of Friday night racing continues at Harris, Philadelphia. Cat Manzi will be one of the people, along with John Campbell and another guy, that is going to be on this program, Mike Carter, Mr. Larry Letterman, the legendary voice. He's going to be joining us as well. Mike, always great to sit down and talk with Larry. And a part of the interview, and we actually had to record Larry twice because of uh, technical woes that I don't really want to get into. But I do want to say that Larry is just – you talk about a guy that has been dealing with health issues, okay – but has such a positive spin on it. I asked Larry how he was doing because we always like to keep track of of Larry's health on this program. And Larry tells me, well, I'm doing better than the Mets, but not as good as the Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's just Larry. Of course. Yeah, that's Larry for you. I'll tell you what, he uh, he wanted to be uh, – I think he said, told me once he wanted to be a comedian or he was a stand-up before he started calling races. Uh, so I completely and totally believe that. Also, we're going to talk to Northfield Park track announcer Ayers Ratliff. And boy, Mike, do we have a star-studded Carl Milstein Memorial coming up this Saturday. It's the $300,000 Carl Milstein Memorial featuring world champion Fear the Dragon, RJP, and down by the seaside, Mike Drew post 7 and 8. And guess where Fear the dragon is he's on the inside post one it's going to be an yeah. interesting race that's for sure yeah it certainly is that's uh certainly a great race there the carl milstein memorial that's uh, obviously a very very good card there in northfield park and that's coming up saturday and that means mike carter that you are going to be a very busy individual over the next yeah. couple of days i mean how many hours have you put in over the last three or four days would you say Oh my gosh, it's a, it's a lot, that's for sure. And let me tell you, it doesn't end there. Uh, I've got a fair to announce that today. And then, really? What time yeah, is this? Four o'clock. I go to a fair at four o'clock. Then, oh, get this. So then I go to I'm we're going to a Cleveland Browns game tonight where I'm going to okay. you know watch the Browns oh, lose. Very and sorry then, about that. My apologies ahead of time. And then tomorrow we wake up early. 
and we head to our next live remote. Mike, it's time for the Dan Patch Stakes, and uh, you know what? It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's from 8.30 to 10.30 tomorrow night. Myself, Jess Gotten, and Taylor Johnston will be on site live, and uh, Mike Bozich will be at the post time with Mike and Mike Studios, and then we wake up early Saturday morning and come back for the Carl Milstein Memorial. We do it all over again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that's why we're in this business. We're in this business to watch great harness racing, and I'll tell you what, it's going to be on display over the next couple of days. Mike Carter, I got the studio. When we come back, we're going to talk to Rick Moore, the uh, director of racetrack operations at Hoosier Park, and we're going to find out more about the big Friday night they have coming up tomorrow night. That plus a lot more, no pun intended, on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as racing resumes on Friday, September 8th for two weekends of live harness racing action. Then Thoroughbred Racing begins on Friday, October 6th, 2017 and runs through November 11th, 2017. Then harness racing will resume on Friday, November 17th and run through the end of the year. For more information, simulcast schedule and more, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Join us for the 23rd Annual National Standard Bread Horse Show, August 12th and 13th at the Horse Park of New Jersey. Pre-entries close July 26th. The visions offered include English, Western, Driving, Dressage, In-Hand, Showmanship, Gated, Jumper, Hunter, Speed, Fun, Equitation, Fresh Off the Track, Jersey Bread, and Roadster. There'll also be a stick horse rodeo for children between 3 and 10. Also, want a chance to receive $200 in cash and a custom belt buckle? Participate in the Pacing for the Cure in-hand trail. Visit sphonj.org for more information. That's sphonj.org for more information. It's the 23rd Annual National Standard Bread Horse Show, August 12th and 13th at the Horse Park of New Jersey, presented jointly by the SPHO of New Jersey and the SBOA of New Jersey and our numerous sponsors. Pre-entries close July 26th. Be there! We're back on post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Plenty left in this edition to come. Cat Manzi, Larry Letterman, Darren Gandhi is running Aces series. That's all left to come. Plus, track announcer Ez Ratliff's going to talk about the Carl Milstein Memorial coming up on Saturday at Northfield Park. But, Mike Carter, we are joined by a very special guest now, and it's going to be a big night coming up Friday at Hoosier Park. Yeah, Rick Moore is on with us now. And, Rick, uh, first off, good morning. And uh, I know you guys have to be very excited about what's coming up tomorrow night. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on your show, Mike and Mike. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, we're very excited about tomorrow night. Got a great Dan Patch, maybe the most wide open that I can ever remember. And then the undercard is simply sensational. So it's a 14-race card that, I mean, from top to bottom, there is every race is a great betting race. Now, Rick, uh, you guys drew a fantastic field, including all bets off. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what kind of promotion do you guys have. Uh, talk about a lot of promotional stuff. Uh, we're going to be there uh, to do a two-hour broadcast. It should be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys again this year. Uh, appreciate you coming out to the to the Midwest here. Uh, we're going to have a, a a driver autograph session uh, starting at six o'clock with uh, you know some of the best drivers in the country coming in for the Dan Patch. We've got specialty wagers. We got a twenty five thousand dollars superfect on the Dan Patch, a fifteen thousand dollar Hoosier High Five on race fourteen, and then for uh, five lucky folks that are at uh, Hoosier Park. Uh, we'll be drawing uh, five folks that uh, will make $500 megabet uh, wagers on the Dan Patch, and if they win, uh, they'll uh, walk away with a good chunk of cash. And then we've got uh, some other promotions going on. We've got Extreme Cash. We've got $80,000 in promotional coin going out to our, our database. So we just got a whole heck of a lot of stuff going on tomorrow night. Rick, let's talk a little bit about the race itself. You've got a field of 10 now. Uh, for those of you that maybe don't wager on Hoosier Park very much, you do have to keep in mind that the 10 does start from the second tier. But what a fantastic race you have. You have uh, drawing that post nine from the outside, check six, a horse that won the Sam McKee Memorial, was just absolutely flying late down that long Meadowland stretch. He'll have uh, equally as, enough, uh, as much real estate at Hoosier in that Hoosier Park stretch to see if he could outclose them. But you've got some great horses in here all bets off mcwicked of course obviously freaky feet pete a big story that uh, we've been watching obviously a lot of heavy hearts there uh, of course with uh, trainer larry reinheimer passing yeah. uh last yeah. year but i'll tell you what it's just a, a great great race and a wide open and fantastic betting race if you ask me well to tell you how wide open it is i actually did the the morning line uh, prior to making the uh the, having the post draw and uh you know the best laid plans of mice and men right I actually had all bets off the third choice. Uh, you know, obviously for the post positions, Drew, I had uh, check six, my top choice, and Wakazashi handover the second choice. After the post draw came out, I had to do uh, a lot of erasing with the pencil and made all bets off the favorite from the, uh, from the two pole, but at a you know, very lukewarm seven to two morning line favorite. So that's how open it is. Yeah, Rick, uh, you also you, – I, I forgot how this mute button works over here. Sorry about that. Of course. <laughs> we're using – Rick, we're using some new equipment we're going to test out at Hoosier Park. So uh, this is going to be – that's for sure. Talked about the undercard, and one race I want to talk about real quick is the Greg Heston Memorial Invitational. And a horse that you guys have attracted uh, actually raced in the Carl Mills team last year in Duel of Truth. He draws post number six for uh, Brian Brown. But I'll tell you, this open class – Tight pacers at Hoosier Park has been fantastic over the last few weeks. Yeah, there's, I mean, they've just been taking turns, uh, you know, beating up on each other. I mean, with new talent and Shooter's Dream, as you mentioned, Duel of Truth, uh, my kind of chip. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a nine horse race. Boy, I, again, I don't know how you separate them. New talents to five to two morning line favorite. Uh, he just got ran second to Freaky Feet Pete, put up a tough fight there, but Freaky Feet Pete got by him. Uh, you know, Jerry Sports been racing well. Uh, got Rock the Night coming in from uh, the Meadows. Uh, Fire Drake from Running Aces. So we got uh, Matt American coming in from the Meadows and in uh, Harris Philly. So uh, you know they're coming from all uh, parts of the uh, United States, and that's a that's a heck of a twenty five thousand uh, dollar invitation. Pardon me, thirty thousand dollar invitational there at the Greg Haston Memorial. Rick, before we let you go, obviously Hoosier Park will be hosting the uh, 2017 Breeders' Crown. Obviously a big feather in, in the cap for you guys, a big feather in the cap, I think, for uh, Indiana racing, me being uh, Indiana, my home state. But, of course, I was up there in, in Gary, Indiana, so in a couple hours uh, north of you. But nonetheless... Um, it has to be just a huge, huge opportunity for not only Hoosier Park, but uh, Indiana, the state of Indiana, to host such a big event like the Breeders' Crown coming up. Well, you know, for me, it's kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe the bad uh, analogy, but the cherry on the on, on the Sunday. Um, you know, starting back here in 1994, uh, you know, with uh, from the bottom up, and uh, we had horses of $27,000 a night. And now, you know, purses are at one hundred fifty, hundred sixty thousand dollars a night, and to host the uh, the Breeders' Crown. I mean, I never would have thought, you know, in, in my time at Hoosier Park, we would see it. But we are so excited. Um, we actually have twenty three different committees working on every aspect of the Breeders' Crown to make sure that everyone who attends has the absolute best possible time and uh, leave wanting more. Well, Rick, we certainly appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you having us, and we look forward to a very big night coming up tomorrow night at Hoosier Park. Mike, Mike, see you guys tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. 
All right, that was Rick Moore, the director of racing operations at Hoosier Park. And I got to tell you, Mike, uh, you know, Hoosier Park and me being from Indiana, it's it's kind of special for me because I remember, like when he said, back in the early to mid-90s when Indiana just got going. Um, and they really built their product from the ground up. And, you know, obviously with the expanded gaming, it has certainly helped them out. It's helped out the breeding. It's helped out the purse pool, obviously. But they are certainly one of the racetracks that have took the ball that expanded gaming has kind of given them, and they've ran with it. And, you know, hey, it's Hoosier Park is definitely one of the tracks that we want to support. And, you know what, we hope people support it with their wagering dollars. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they do a fantastic job. And uh, we were out there last year for the Dan Patch and just first class people all around from uh, Rick Moore and those guys at the top all the way down to the interns, Mike. Uh, the interns that Emily has working for her uh, do a fantastic job of helping put everything together and uh, everything culminates into a really big night. And uh, you know what? That just spells success. All right, next on the docket is Cat Manzi. He's making his first appearance on this program, Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. He is going to be at Harris, Philadelphia on Friday night, and we're going to talk to Cat a little bit about his career and the upcoming night as they honor Garden State Park on Friday. Plus, Ayers Ratliff will be joining us. Larry Letterman will be joining us. That's a, always a, a can't-miss interview, Mike, when Larry's in the house. Plus, uh, Darren Gagne is running Ace's segment and a lot more. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is a premier harness racing facility and card club in the Upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. The Kentucky Sire Stinks is a culmination of a month-long series of preliminary races with the biggest money earners getting a chance to compete in one of the richest finals in North America. The Kentucky Sire Stinks includes two- and three-year-old Pacers and Trotters competing for over $2 million in purses. All the races are conducted at the historic Red Mile in Lexington, Kentucky. The series starts on Thursday, August 17th at 7 p.m. For more information, visit khrc.ky.gov. That's khrc.ky.gov. Summer racing heats up at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Catch all the action Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday with a post time of 6.30 and Sunday at 7.30 p.m. In July and August, it's the two- and three-year-old Trotters and Pacers in the spotlight in Pennsylvania Sire Stakes and Pennsylvania Stallion Series action. Follow us on Twitter for all things racing at Downs at MSP at Downs at MSP. Mohegan Sun Pocono. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others. And maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. 
We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. Presented by Bet America, Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Cat Manzi set to join us here in just a few minutes. Plus, there's Ratliff and, of course, Darren Gagne's running aces segment. But first, we had a chance to sit down and talk to one of the legendary announcers in this sport, Larry Letterman. Larry is going to be at Harris, Philadelphia on Friday night in a meet and greet, along with Cap Manzi and John Campbell. And without further ado, let's uh, catch up with our good friend, Larry Letterman. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Right now, we're joined by legendary track announcer Larry Letterman, longtime voice of Garden State Park. Larry, how are you, sir? Hi, Mike. How are you? We're not doing as good as, uh, as the Yankees, but we're doing better than the Mets. <laughs> Larry, tell us a little bit about Garden State Park. I know you were the longtime track announcer there. A lot of great memories at Garden State Park. Tell us a little bit about the former track in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, it was clean, it was nice, it was a state-of-the-art racetrack, um, the races were great to call, and, it was, and some parts of it was the second half of my show, because I used to call the races in the afternoon at Freehold, and then head down there, and nothing but great memories of the place. Larry, tell us a little bit about Garden State Park, maybe uh, to a younger person uh, like myself that actually has never had a chance to go to Garden State. Um, what was the facility like, and what was the announcer's booth like? I heard the announcer's booth was a pretty nice place as well. Uh, it was it was like a hotel that happened to have racing. It was just beautiful. The announcer's booth was terrific. Everything was enclosed. They had the, you know, the windows, um, but they didn't open, but that was okay. And uh, and also none of us could jump out, so that was probably good also. And um, but it was we used to run four nights a week. Everybody's gotten less through the years, only because that's the na- nature of the game these days. But we used to race Wednesday through Saturday, and we had the harness meet in September through December. Then we shut down, and then it was converted to a thoroughbred track, and then I would call there uh, till I believe it was May, and then I'd go to Atlantic City after that. So it was an all year round thing. Uh, the booth was it was just terrific. We had you know, two different mics, and I uh, one simulcast, one on track, and of course my great invention, which uh, never made me rich or famous, was my old coat hanger, and you bend it up and put uh, put the electrical tape at the end of it and put both mics right uh, together, and then I put that on a stand, and I had a nice TV on the desk and two small TVs which was hooked into the judges, And uh, but sometimes I would work in reverse because I would watch the TV, and it was other tracks, and I'm saying, you know, and then I'd look up and see, hey, why are the judges watching that race, the previous race, they must be looking at something, because that's what sometimes judges do, and then I didn't realize it was a live race, and I had no idea what was going on, and I grab a program, because we everybody was doing 20 tracks at the time, and I would grab the wrong program, and i try to figure out, what am I in the right race, am I in the right day, and I would fumper around until I could figure out that it was actually calling a garden race, because the race was going on live. Larry, tomorrow night, Friday night, 6.30 post time, is the Garden State Reunion Night, part of the summer series at Harris, Philadelphia, post time, 6.30. Out of the sixth race tomorrow will be the Bill Fadati Memorial. Bill, a longtime publicist at Garden State Park. Can you tell us a little bit about Bill and, and uh, what he meant to you? Bill, well, he was known to us finally by everybody as Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill was, he was just, he, he, he worked for the, um, worked for the Bulletin for a long time. And uh, I got to know him when I started working at Garden, which was in 88. What a nice man. I mean, he would, he was just really, a, he knew exactly what to do. He had a lot of connections, a sweeter fellow you'd never meet. And uh, he was just, he was just very caring. He always wanted, he always gave you advice. 
and Bill was one of these fellows. He worked. He he always knew what the tops were doing because he had to bring down to us. But he he would tell you enough to try to let you know what's going on. And but if there was something wrong, he would let you know that also. But he did it in such a terrific way. And I'll tell you, I I sorely miss him. I mean, he's been gone for oh boy, five six years. But I got to tell you. The man belongs in the Hall of Fame. What a sweet fellow he was and really was good at what he did. Well, Larry, we certainly appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you Friday night in Harris, Philadelphia for the Garden State Reunion Night, my friend. Yep, look forward to it, Mike. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Special thanks to Larry Letterman uh, joining us. Of course, Larry is going to be here at Harris, Philadelphia on uh, Friday night, tomorrow night, actually, for the uh, the big Garden State Park reunion night. We're going to have a lot of fun here tomorrow night at Harris, Philadelphia, with a post time of 6.30. And another legendary individual that will be joining us at Harris, Philadelphia on Friday night is the one, the only, Cat Manzi, and he joins us now. Cat, how are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Cat, let's talk a little bit about uh, your career. Obviously, a legendary career spans over winning 14,000 races. Tell us a little, about, a little bit about the early days of Cat Manzi and how you got started in the sport of harness racing. Well, uh, you know, I grew up with a, in a family of, of people that were in harness racing. My father, my uncles, my cousins, uh, my, you know, my brother, and uh, – you know, well, it just was something I've done as long as I can remember. I don't ever remember a time when horses weren't in my life. Cat, out of the many driving wins that you had, can you pinpoint, and I know this is going to be tough because you've had a lot of big drives in your career, but can you pinpoint maybe your most memorable? Well, you know, there were, there were so many that were good, but uh, there's a few that stick out in my mind. One is Mentacular winning the North American Cup in Canada with my friend uh, Larry Rathbone training him. And uh, winning the Middlelands Pace with Artistic Fella was a thrill for me. And uh, winning the, the Kentucky Futurity with Winky's Goal was uh, was an exciting day. Now on Friday, Cat, you're going to be doing a meet and greet at Harris, Philadelphia for Garden State Park Reunion Night. Obviously the old track uh, that used to exist in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Are there any memories Cat from Garden State Park that you'd like to share? Well, you know the only the thing about uh, Garden State Park was it was it came it it opened up at an exciting time in in the game and uh, it was it was just a really beautiful place. It, why it didn't work, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was it was something. I mean, it had a great track surface. It was a certainly a modern facility for its time and uh, time and day. And we'll of course be honoring and looking back at those memories coming up. Uh, tomorrow night here at Harris Philly, but Cat, uh, obviously you're retired now. Tell us a little bit about uh, how your retirement's uh, treating you. How, what are you doing in your spare time? Well, you know, I'm, I got very lucky. To, you know, the Cancellaries hired me at Magical Acres, and uh, the brothers are, you know, just very generous people. And I love the the job that I'm doing. I mean, still doing the same thing that I always did, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's not like work. I'm around people that I've been around all my life and uh, some great horsemen, uh, Steve Elliott, uh, pa- uh, Pat and Mike Lachance, Linda Toscano, uh, 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 Jimmy Campbell, uh, Bruce Saunders, Kevin McDerm- McDermott. It's just, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, certainly. And they say that you don't work a day in your life when you love what you do. You see a lot of these younger guys uh, coming up, Cat, uh, a lot of these younger drivers that are coming up in the sport of harness racing, and they're getting to start so soon, like driving at 17, 18, 19 years old. What is some of the, the veteran-wise advice that you can give to some of these guys trying to find their way in the sport today? Well, I don't know how wise it would be, but, you know, uh, to me, I think a, a young driver should should try to surround himself with people that are you know better than him so he can learn you can never be afraid to learn and when you're out on the track you can't be afraid to lose that's something i would tell any young driver you you you, if you're afraid to lose you'll never win a race 
And uh, you have to finally, the thing that helped me the most in my career was I, be, I, I learned how to trust my instincts. And that's certainly a big thing. Cat, before we let you go, uh, we lost a legendary driver just uh, not too long ago. Of course, the great Hervé Fillion. Cat, I know many times you've had a chance to uh, compete against Hervé. Uh, how was your relationship with Hervé, both on and off the track? You got any, uh, any kind of memories that you could share about Hervé? Well, Hervé, you know, I spent half my lifetime sitting next to him at Freehold. Uh, he was a pleasure to be around. He was a lot of fun always. And uh, he certainly helped me to become the driver I became. He, uh, he, was, he was one of the very best I ever competed against. Well, Cat, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us. It's going to be a big night coming up tomorrow night. We look forward to seeing you. I know the fans uh, are looking forward to seeing you as well. You'll be doing a, a meet and greet along with John Campbell and Larry Letterman here tomorrow night at Harris Philly. We'll see you tomorrow night, my friend. It was a pleasure talking to you. All right, same here. I'm looking forward to it. All right, that was the one and only Cat Manzi making his post time with Mike and Mike debut. And Mike, uh, you know, it's been interesting. I think we talked about this last week that we've been doing this show for a year and a half now, and uh, there's still a lot of legendary personalities that are just now making their post time with Mike and Mike debuts. It's quite cool. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it may, it sparks the show a little bit. It gives us a little bit of fun. We don't have to have Mike Bozich on every week to uh, you know <laughs> talk every week. No, I'm just kidding. But in all seriousness, uh, you know we like to joke around and have fun. But you know it's nice to have some new voices and some new blood. And listen, I grew up uh, you know watching Cat Manzi and John Campbell and these guys, Mike Lachance on the racetrack. And it's uh, it's always cool to get in their head and see you know what they're thinking or you know what their uh, what their careers were like before they got into the sport of harness racing. Absolutely. Well, Mike Carter, you've uh, listen. This is going to be a whirlwind over the next couple of days. We've got the uh, Garden State Park reunion coming up tomorrow night. We'll be uh, broadcasting live. Well, you will, along with uh, Taylor Johnson and Jessica Otten. Made made sure I didn't say Jennifer. As a matter of fact, Mike, she was very proud of me. I didn't call her Jennifer one time on uh, Hamiltonian Day. She sent me a text a little bit ago and wanted a shout out. So uh, shout out to uh, Pete and Melanie Wren, who are probably listening to the show right now with all the horses and uh, our good friend, Jennifer. I mean, Jessica, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer's her name, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, Jess Gotten is uh she listen, for and you know, for those of you who listen to the show or you know, you may not you know, you may not know who Jessica is. She she's a very, very hard worker and Mike can attest to that. Uh she's done a lot of great work for us and uh, you know, we're su super glad that she's on board. But Mike, yeah, definitely a busy weekend coming up for both of us. That's right. And speaking of that busy weekend coming up on Saturday, it's the Carl Milstein Memorial. And we, and I know you had a chance to sit down and talk with uh, the great track announcer at Northfield Park, Ayers Ratliff, to kind of break down that race and tell us all about what's going on at Northfield Park on Saturday. But first, it's our good friend Darren Gagne. It's time for the Running Aces segment. Darren does a fantastic job at his own right, and they have been getting some monster crowds up at Running Aces. Mike, I don't know if you've had a chance to see uh, some of the Facebook posts that our good friend Darren makes and and of course Ben Blum up there, but they have been just having some outstanding crowds, and these are just on weekdays. Right. You know what we need to do, and uh, we haven't done it yet. And I, I think it's time. I think it's his time, Mike. We we have Darren Gagne on this show every week, and uh, you know it's a running aces segment. But for those of you who don't know, you know some of this stuff is uh, like pre-recorded and things of that sort. We need to have Darren on the show one day. We really do. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe over the next couple of weeks we'll get Darren on the show. Darren is a hell of a track announcer. He is a – if you haven't heard Darren call a race, I recommend that you tune into that uh, Running Aces feed because I'll tell you, the man could flat out get it done up in the announcer's booth. Without further ado, let's send it to Darren Gagne. It's the weekly Running Aces segment. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. Hey, it's Darren Gagne here at Running Aces. Time to recap another big week of live racing action at Running Aces. It all started back on Saturday night, August 5th, 
when swinging again with driver James J.D. Oder picked up his fifth lifetime win in a new lifetime mark of 153-2 in the $8,000 Minnesota Sired Condition Pace featured event on the Saturday card. For the owners, Wolf Swinkle Pacers and trainer Gene Miller swinging again. Again, a lifetime mark, 153-2 with Steve's Hot Rod of Very Game second in the race. James J.D. Oder and swinging again, taking the Saturday feature in record time for that horse, 153-2 lifetime mark. Also on Saturday night, Dewey did done good, converting a pocket trip into a career-best win in 154-2 with Bobcat driver Dean McGee aboard for trainer Alexi Kale and owner Richard Davilar. Ninth lifetime win in 23 starts for the three-year-old gelding pacer by voracious Hanover, Dewey did done good. Also on Saturday night, Mooney Swenson was back in action after missing a couple nights of racing following a racing accident uh, back in July. He wasted no time getting right back to the winner's circle, posting a driving double on the Saturday program. Mooney picking up winners with Spectre of a Gun for trainer Kathy Plusted Wiseman for that three-year-old trotting gelding's first lifetime win, paying $29.80 to win. And then Mooney also scored with High Hose Little Rev in race number six on Saturday night, $6.60 winner, as that five-year-old pacer picked up his 11th lifetime win in 155-4 for owner-trainer Bob Johnson. Also on Saturday night, Mucho Macho Man, a three-year-old pacing gelding by Upfront Brad, picked up his second lifetime win in a career-best mile in 156-2, with Steve Wiseman in the sulky for trainer Denise Mayer and owners Cheryl and Alan Sandbold. After getting away in fifth position, Wiseman sent Mucho Macho Man first up and on the attack, making the lead just past the three-quarters and pacing home strong in the stretch to post a lengthened three-quarters win. Once again in 156-2, Mucho Macho Man paying $3.00 and 40 cents to win. On Sunday night at Running Aces, it was highlighted by the track's annual community charity night on Sunday with management, fans, and horsemen all coming together to support five vital local charities racing for a better community here at Running Aces on Sunday night. And on the racetrack, the best mile of the evening was turned in by J.D.'s Brent and Cherie in the $7,000 featured condition pacing event. Driver James J.D. JD Yoder floating away from the gate in third position from post position one and launching a first over attack past the three-eighths mark, continuing to gradually grind down the front-running leader Swagasaurus Rex with Dean McGee in the bike. J.D.'s Brenton Cherie posted a win by five and a quarter lengths after taking the lead as they turned for home and drawing away from the field. Five and a quarter length win in 152-4, and four, despite a sloppy track at that point in the evening, as we had just received a deluge of rain before the start of that race. Winner is a five-year-old gelding pacer by Pan Pacific Flight and is trained by Bob Lems for owner Truman Gale. Tonight's tally was his second straight win in three local starts for J.D.'s Brent and Cherie, who returned $3 to win. The featured trotting event on the Sunday night program was a $5,500 condition trot, and the heavy race favorite Lodi Dorian Blues did not disappoint in the affair, posting his sixth win in 16 starts this season, closing from off the speed to draw away in the lane by two and a half lengths in 158, with Steve Wiseman in the sulky for trainer Kathy Plusted Wiseman and owner Scott Ehrlich and George McChrystal. Lodi Dorian Blues returning $2.80 to win on Sunday. On Sunday night, driver James J.D. Yoder posted a hat trick on the card with three wins on the program to lead all drivers at running aces on Sunday. Steve Wiseman completed a driving double on the Sunday program as well. And then on Tuesday night, Becky Badger Baby was the big headline here at the track on Tuesday night as Becky Badger Baby captured the $12,000 open handicap trot, the featured event on the program. It was an exciting race. Three lead changes before the 28 and two quarter mile, and that's when Natural Forces and Joe Castagranda took over command, posting the early fractions up. Before Frankie Provolone and Dean McGee came sweeping by for the lead, then it was the race favorite Ideal Jesse with James Yoder who took his turn on the lead. But there would be room for just one more lead change in the mile. Driver Nick Rowland had perfectly positioned his charge. Becky Badger Baby right behind Ideal Jesse in the flow. And the five-year-old trotting mare by rail splitter was able to outkick Ideal Jesse to the wire to pick up the impressive victory in a lifetime best mile in 156-4. Nick Rowland trains the sharp trotter 
who is no stranger to success at running aces, having been Minnesota State champion at both ages two and three. Becky Badger Baby is owned by Royal and Barbara Rowland and Dale Hine of Iowa, and she now sports 25 lifetime wins in 57 starts and a career bankroll of $121,212. The open handicap pays for $10,000 for horses and geldings. Went to Stucky Dode on Tuesday night with Nick Rowland in the bike for trainer Brett Ballinger and owner Merlin Van Otterloo. Stucky Dote was an early leader before yielding to the pocket and then driving through the inside lane in the home stretch to post a career-best win in 152-3. Stucky Dote is by Voracious Hanover, now shows 16 wins and 31 lifetime starts, with a bankroll of $95,925. Also Tuesday night, the $10,000 Mayor's Open Pace was on the program, and it was another thrilling contest. It would be Best of Jenna, who would shine brightest of all this night. Trainer driver Rick McGee was aggressive with his mare Best of Jenna, sent her rate to the lead from post position 6 in the 7-horse affair, setting fractions of 27 even, 55-4, and four, and 124-1 and one before pacing home in 27-4 and four to hold off a late charge from both stabilized with Luke Plano and Gold Star Misty with James Yoder. Best of Jenna posted a winning margin of just a neck, but it was enough for the five-year-old Jenna's Beach Boy prodigy to post her fifth win, five wins and eight starts this year for Best of Jenna. It was her first start for new owner Daniel Graber. And on Tuesday night at Running Aces, Running Aces hosted a driver appreciation night to benefit true drivers that were injured in a racing accident last month, Tim Mayer and Mooney Swenson, and both are currently recovering from that incident. Running Aces management doubled the on-track live handle for the featured ninth race on the program and donated that to the drivers to be added to the sales of Running Aces hats that will also benefit those drivers. And going into the upcoming weekend, the 20-cent jackpot pick five at Running Aces now sits at $29,718.15. 20-cent pick five wager at Running Aces has a carryover just under $30,000 going in to this Saturday night's racing action. Live racing on Saturday and Sunday. First race post time, 6 p.m. And Tuesday night, post time, 7 o'clock for racing action at Running Aces. We'll see you this weekend at the track. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. All right, I think it's our good friend, Darren Gagne, for the weekly Running Aces segment. Uh, hats off to the guys and gals at Running Aces for doing what they're doing, raising uh, money for Mooney Swenson, that uh, the driver that went down. Um, along with uh, who was the other driver? It, it escaped me. Moody Swenson and uh, Tim Mayer, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. And uh, we pay attention. And, and, and you know what? And we just hats off to them guys because they are they donated their uh, on track handle. Not only that, but double of their feature race and uh, give it to uh, that cause. I think that was uh, very classy of them to do. So hats off to the people at Running Aces. And uh, speaking of that, Mike, uh, another barn fire. Can you believe this? We've been doing this show for a year and a half, and I'll tell you what, we've had our share of barn fires since, you know, we've been on the air. And uh, another one, five standard birds dying uh, in the uh, barn fire in Seaford, Delaware, the horses belonging to uh, Michael and Brittany Bones. And, Mike, they have a GoFundMe page set up. Yeah, there is a GoFundMe page set up. You could visit ustrotting.com for more information. You can also contact the Cloverleaf Standard Bread Owners Association. Uh, they are the another uh, group that's handling uh, that currently, Mike. And, uh, you know, it's sad. Uh, we, uh, we helped raise money for the first two uh, of uh, last year when the CSOA needed it. Of course, the FBSOA needed it. And then, uh, you know, we keep seeing these barn fires. It's, uh, it's a very tragic thing, that's for sure. 
Yeah, so make sure, and once again, any little bit helps. So make sure that you donate to their GoFundMe page. All the information right there is on the USDA website right on their front page. Another GoFundMe page that you may want to visit, uh, Ricky Still, the driver that uh, just started making his way back here, was driving a little bit at Harris, Philadelphia, primarily in Maryland at Rosecroft and Ocean, a little bit in Delaware. He, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, had a pretty bad spill that, uh, at Ocean Downs that knocked him out of commission. I know there's a GoFundMe page set up for him, so make sure you go to GoFundMe and search that as well. And like I say, any little bit that you can do, certainly much appreciated. Well, y- you guys, Mike Carter, have a big day coming up on Saturday. It is the Carl Milstein Memorial, Mike, and it is, and we talked a little bit about this earlier, a knockdown dragout affair. It features the number one horse in the polls, Fear the Dragon. He will be in action. He draws a pretty good post, Mike Carter, for Saturday's event. Yeah, he draws a very good post, uh, post number one. Bloodline, Mike, is the true contender, I believe, from post number two, as down by the seaside, and RJP drew post seven and eight. But, Mike, I'll tell you what, it's a star-studded field, not in just the sense we have Fear the Dragon, RJP, and down by the seaside, but if you go over the lines, we have an Indiana Sire Stakes champion, we have an Ontario Sire Stakes champion, we've got a Delaware Standard Bread champion, Sire Stakes champion. I'll tell you what, we've got horses from everywhere, and uh, we got a very, very good field. Yeah, and it's going to be very interesting because these horses, about this time of year, you start to believe that some of these horses that have been kind of not so much sitting on the sidelines, but just haven't gotten the limelight as a, a Fear of the Dragon or a Huntsville, um, you know, or a Down by the Seaside. These horses start to come up this time of year and start to bite you, and they usually do so at pretty good odds. So maybe that'll be the case coming up this Saturday at Northfield Park. But without further ado, you had a chance to sit down and talk with the fine track announcer of Northfield Park. Here's Ratliff. Let's see what he ends the same. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. We're joined now by the track announcer at Northfield Park, Ayers Ratliff. And Ayers, talk about a star-studded event coming up on a Saturday in the Carl Milstein Memorial. It's going for a purse of $300,000. But before we get into the race, uh, talk to us a little bit about what's going on uh, promotional-wise. Uh, there's really a lot of things going on. Um, you know, magnificent racing on the track, but a lot of good things off the track as well. We've got a very popular local food truck. Swenson's food truck's going to be here. We've got a special buffet up in our clubhouse. Uh, we've got live music going on. We've got a lot of promotions here. We've got a putt-putt challenge, a beer slide going on. We've got our uh, classic starting gate will be out there and so you know some other vintage um, memorabilia. And, you know, just a really nice night for the fans to come on out and enjoy, um, you know, and enjoy the racings and enjoy the scene. And someone's going to be driving away in a brand new car, so that's a that's a pretty big deal too. All right, we also have the Myron Charna President's Pace. We got some Ohio Sire Stakes action, but the big race is obviously the three hundred thousand dollar Carl Milstein Memorial, and arguably the best horse three year old in the country currently is Fear the Dragon, and he draws post number one. Uh, it actually drew a pretty good field. Uh, RJP uh, unlucky enough to the outside, but he's raced extremely well coming from off the pace. Down by the seaside draws post number seven there's not a whole lot of speed in the race uh what do you think here you know it's really it's it's odd i was actually talking to bo brown today which is brian brown's son he was at one of the county fairs that i was at and you know we talked about uh you know different things and we were talking about fear of the dragon drawing the one hole and i had mentioned that it just doesn't look like he has a lot of gate speed that they kind of probably wish that uh him and down by the seaside had been um had been changed as far as post positions. And he said, you know, honestly, David Miller has never really wanted to leave with the horse, but the horse has tremendous gate speed. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to be on the uh, front or not. I mean, you know, time will tell. And honestly, none of the other drivers do too. So it could, it could make for, 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 an, for an interesting quarter. And, you know, if you look at the big races here at Northfield Park, you know, people just go all out. And, um, you know, they make for some interesting speed races. And, you know, some of the favorites hasn't always, haven't always won in the past because they've had to go so hot and, hot and heavy early on. 
All right, looking at the race, uh, Dave Bianconi uh, invited all of these horses. And what makes this race special is that there's horses coming from everywhere. Uh, it's the Indiana Sire Stakes champion. There's an Ohio bred in here. There's a Canadian uh, champion in this race as well. Uh, it seems like a really good mix of horses. You know, Dave is a, does a fantastic job. And, you know, this race really, really shows it. And he's got the, got the best from really everywhere. And, you know, all corners of the globe is right here uh, to compete in this race. And, you know, we're really going to see who you know who is who is the best obviously fear the dragon the big favorite going in he's drawn the rail he gets david miller um but you know and he's got he's one nine out of ten but you know i mean it's a horse race and any anything can happen all right airs we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy morning to join us and listen good luck to you coming up on saturday we know uh, you're going to have some fun calling these races all right thank you very much all right we'll be back on this edition of post time with mike and mike after this commercial timeout Kentucky Sire Stinks is a culmination of a month-long series of preliminary races with the biggest money earners getting a chance to compete in one of the richest finals in North America. The Kentucky Sire Stinks includes two- and three-year-old pacers and trotters competing for over $2 million in purses. All the races are conducted at the historic Red Mile in Lexington, Kentucky. The series starts on Thursday, August 17th at 7 p.m. For more information, visit khrc.ky.gov. That's khrc.ky.gov. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment as racing resumes on Friday, September 8th for two weekends of live harness racing action. Then Thoroughbred Racing begins on Friday, October 6th, 2017 and runs through November 11th, 2017. Then Harness Racing will resume on Friday, November 17th and run through the end of the year. For more information, simulcast schedule and more, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, I just noticed something, and you know what? We actually probably should dial B and Coney in, get them direct, because there's no show wagering in the Millstein. <laughs> yeah, there is no show wagering in the Millstein uh, for obvious reasons. Good call. But you know what? I'll tell you what. We were talking a little bit about this off the air while Ayers was talking. Ayers, I absolutely think, brought up a good point about Fear the Dragon starting from post position number one because – Really, post one is a very good post at Northfield Park or any half mile. Don't get me wrong, but Dave Miller is almost forced to put Fear the Dragon into play early. Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Last year, uh, the only speed horse in the race was Mr. Wigglepants, Mike, and he went 25 and 2 to the opening quarter. Yeah. Wow. 25 and 2 on a half mile track to the opening quarter. So, you know, it, it's a, it's, it, of course, that race uh, was eventually won by Bloodline, who, by the way, Mike, made a break turning for home and almost, right. uh, almost had a Hamiltonian situation on our hands. But uh, I got, I got to tell you, man, it is a fantastic field of horses. And the one thing that I like about this field so much, not so much that they're all champions, Mike. But the fact that some of these guys don't get to face Fear the Dragon or Huntsville or down by the seaside all the time, this is their chance to prove that they could be the freaky feed Pete of this race. Yeah, and it's it's interesting how the post draw worked out because you have Fear the Dragon, Bloodline 1-2. Then you have Down by the Seaside and RJP 7-8. Then you have this batch of 
sleepers. I don't want to say unknowns because they're known in their respective districts, but sleepers right there in three, four, five, six with Drunk on Your Love, High Percentage Winner, Classic Pro, Rock and Tony, and Banks the Riches. And honestly, and I know that this is a big step up in competition for all four of them horses, but just think about this for a second. Those four horses have 22 wins this year between them. 22 wins out of very limited starts. 22 wins out of, let's do a quick math, 21, 31, 41, 41, 37. So if you combine those four horses and their win percentages, and they're sandwiched right in between the two good ones on the inside and the two good ones on the outside, this could create a very interesting situation here. Definitely. I, I completely agree with that statement. And that's the that's the when when Dave was putting this race together, that was the key when we put this race together. Nobody knew who Freaky Feet Pete was on the Indiana Sire Stakes circuit uh, a couple years ago. I, I think we all remember Freaky Feet Pete was winning up everything. And then all of a sudden he shows up against Wiggle at Jiggle it. And, uh, you know, he shows up and he proves he could compete against him and Wakazashi Hanover. And he proved last year he could compete. Who knows? Maybe Rock and Tony is the next Indiana Sire Stakes champion that could compete against the big guns. Or maybe it's Bags to Riches or Drunk on Your Love, the Ohio bred Mike. Uh, Jason Settlemore owns a piece of that horse, and uh, he'll be out here on Saturday. And uh, it's just it's an all-around fantastic race that I can't wait, can't wait to watch it, that's for sure. And that's going to be race 11 on that Northfield Park card. But as you mentioned, Mike, the undercard, pretty solid as well. You talked about uh, the speedy Mr. Wigglepants. He's in the race before the Myron Sharna uh, president's pace for four-year-old and up uh, Ohio side by invitation. But, Mike, obviously, whenever the great one comes into town, it's always very, very special. And, of course, when we talk about the great one, we're talking about the great foiled again, and he is involved in this undercard as well. Yeah, he is in race number three, the open handicap pace for $14,000. And uh, the only post position that was assigned here was the one grandkids attack who Chris Page will drive. Mike, foiled again, is uh, pretty much the only uh, the only real shipper in this race. Uh, Dan Ader is going to bring Lucky Lyman as he's got a few sire stakes uh Sire Stakes uh, horses, but I'll tell you what, Foiled Again's got a real shot from post threes, had a little bit of a layoff, and Yannick Jingra's back in the bike. Yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting day. So once again, this whirlwind that we're going to be involved in tomorrow night, we're going to be on the air at 8.30. Uh, make sure you set your calendars and the times and alarms <laughs> or whatever you got to set nowadays in the technological <laughs> world to, uh, be, to be there at 8.30. It's uh, live coverage of the Dan Patch 8.30 to 10.30, probably going to go around two hours. Mike Carter will be live on site, along with Taylor Johnson, as well as Jessica Otten will be uh, handling Winter's Circle interviews as well. And then, of course, Saturday is the Carl Milstein Memorial. Stop on by if you're in the Ohio area at Northfield Park. All eyes, will, all eyes of the harness racing world will be on that particular race where the number one horse in the pole of poles, as I like to call it, Fear the Dragon, will uh, try to uh, take care of business against a pretty stout field there. And, uh, of course, Friday night, not only with the damn patch, but we'll be here as well, Mike, with the uh, the Garden State reunion. We're going to have John Campbell, Cat Manzi, Larry Letterman's going to be in the house. I mean, just a whirlwind couple of days in the harness racing world. And I'll tell you what, if you can't wait for that, Mike, we even have two-year-old Philly Pennsylvania Sire Stakes action here today at Harris, <laughs> Philadelphia. Get ready to start in about an hour. So, uh, well, uh, by the way, I just want to give – I just want before we get off the air, I just want to give everybody a little bit of a tip, and and uh, Rich Matei and myself will be doing Facebook Live, and I know you and Gold Sheep Bob have been doing Facebook Live as well at uh, uh, in at Northfield Park, copycats. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, anyway, so we give you credit every time. We give you straight that's credit. That's right. Yeah, you guys do a heck of a job, and uh, you guys are uh, both very good handicappers. But uh, just a little tip of advice: if you're wagering on the Harris Philadelphia card today, and if you're looking at these uh, sire stakes races. There's a very nice two-year-old Philly Trotter, and as a matter of fact, I think she made her way into the top ten, which for a two-year-old Philly Trotter is, is a pretty good accomplishment. Manchego, and there are a few horses that are coming out of her field. There was one yesterday that Rich Matei picked. Uh, it was an Okiswanstad, Okiswanstad horse that paid, I believe, $20.00 that did not race well at all in the Manchego field, come back to win. And there's quite a few horses that have been facing Manchego over the last couple of starts that will be racing today. So maybe it's one of those situations, regardless of form, that you may want to take a look at maybe just a little angle today for looking to make a few bucks. 
There you go. I like uh, I like how you think. And uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, listen, I, I tell you what, things don't slow down for us either. We got a remote next month. We got wow. two, a remote, a two day remote in October, and then we've got the post time with Mike and Mike Awards, which, by the way, I think Check Six uh, is currently leading the way for upset of the year. Well, I don't know. What about JL Cruz? I tell you what, we've got a few big ones this year. JL Cruz and Check Six, uh, you know, they they are leading the uh, leading the tote board as far as the awards go. But don't forget, listen, it's never too early to start sending uh, nominations in. Of course, we have Horsewoman of the Year, uh, the Larry Reinheimer Small Stable of the Year, uh, Mike uh, the Foiled Again Iron Horse of the Year, which we might have to change the name of because of where Foiled Again stands this year. He may walk off the page, who knows? And then we have the Sam McKee Race Call of the year and uh i'll tell you what sam was nominated for this award two years running and uh you know what we sure do miss him but uh we're uh definitely uh going to be uh you know bringing in the family and talking about that as well uh coming up here over the next couple of months no question about it and perhaps a new award we haven't really put the final touches on it yet but i know carter and i've been talking about a brand new award this year so you're going to want to stay tuned for that we'll see you tomorrow night post time is 8 30 it's a very special edition of post time with mike and mike presented by bet america will be broadcasting live from hoosier park it's the dan patch once again broadcast time 8 30 tomorrow night we'll see everybody tomorrow night <laughs>